the Son, and the Holy Ghost. sit the powerful who exercise dominion over the nations, and at the bottom stand the masses. The Lord took this pyramid and inverted it, and put himself at the bottom, becoming its head. So he revealed his way to us. All those who are his must go downwards to be united with him, because it is there that the fragrance of the Holy Spirit is found. There is the power of divine life. Mindful of this, it is essential for man to find the way of going down, the way of humility, which is the way of the Lord. This is Passion Sunday, the beginning of a two-week season, if you will, within the season of Lent, called Passion Tide. It constitutes the last two weeks of Lent, so the fifth Sunday, uh, the Sunday before Palm Sunday, two weeks from Pascha, uh, begins Passion Tide. And it really is a roadmap, whether you realize it, the whole of the calendar is a roadmap of sorts. Everything in orthodoxy fits together. It's not like there are independent disciplines within church. Everything fits together, says the same thing, works toward guiding us the same direction. And the calendar does this, and especially during Lent. And so Passion Tide marks the way. Now I want to take a step aside for a minute and then come back to that. You know, the four Gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, but the first three are very much alike, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. They're called the synoptics. Uh, and each of them uh, shows us Christ beginning his ministry and working in Galilee, which is the northern part of Israel. Uh, and then about 60% into the story is the, is the story of the transfiguration. And after that, it changes. Everything changes. And Jesus begins, begins to move to, out of Galilee toward Jerusalem, knowing what awaits him. In fact, the story of him telling that the apostles, I have to go to Jerusalem where the Son of Man will be crucified. And they say, never. God forbid that should happen to you. So he's pointing them in that direction. St. Luke says he turned his face toward Jerusalem. So you see a change in direction. And he's going toward that which we are getting ready to celebrate in Holy Week, in which we understand the way that God enters into death that suffers on our behalf. And so there's, there's a movement, a larger movement, the life of Christ. And then the last part of it is this descent. You see, it's like, a, it's, like a, it's an example. It's a showing of the way. Same as in Passions, in, in, in Lent, where you have the full of the Lent, and then at the very end of it, there's this descent. 
toward Good Friday, toward the cross. I find it interesting that in the, in the rules, the rubrics that govern the way we drape uh, or the way we do the church, the way we do what's in the church, the instructions for this two-week period are to drape all of the symbols of the faith with the exception of the stations of the cross. They show us the way. The way is, is, is resounding to us here. This is the way. It starts at the altar and it goes out. It starts from where God is and goes out and around and comes back to that. This is the way to Christ. The way downward to death, to the cross. The Gospels tell us that. Passion Time tells us that. And so we're going to end up with the story of, this, of the suffering of Christ on the cross. Now, I know... Everybody wants to look at the resurrection, and yes, we do. We're not discounting the resurrection. <laughs> Our hope depends on it. But the fact of the matter is, God comes to man, and God descends to death. He goes to that very situation relationally with him that we fallen sinners have created. Death. Death wasn't a part of his creation. It isn't normal to die. It is abnormal. And we did it. All of us. And so he goes there and unites it to himself. Death, where is your sting? How can it any longer be something that makes us afraid? It is another step on the spiritual life. But the whole of life begins to point in that direction. Passion time, the way of the cross, the life of the church, toward the death and going down into death, as St. Sophroni mentions. So the inverted pyramid illuminates us as to where we need to go. Downward, look down to look up. See, we think of God and the relationship with God as being an ascent, and it is. A lot of the saints talk about it, the ascent, the ladder of divine ascent, according to St. John Climacus. But it is an ascent, but it is an ascent that begins to go down. And where does it go? I mean, what does this mean, go down? Well... It means to go down to the virtue of humility. What do we think about being Christian? We think of that the way, and being Christian means to believe in a God, to maybe go to church periodically to show that and reflect it, to do good things and be nice people. That's what the world says, and we buy into that nonsense. It's greater than that. It means to go down to where humility is. God emptied himself. And, and went into death. He became human. He is kenosis. It's the essence of Christianity. God became man, like one of us, except without sin. That's the way. And he invites us to it. Now, if you don't think that's true, then, then look at some of the things that are in the Gospels. In particular, St. Matthew's Gospel, but even St. John's Gospel, which we, from which we heard today. And I'm just giving you a few examples. We could spend hours just going through one gospel, all the things in which the descent is manifested. The descent from our logic and from our thinking and from our rational, worldly way of viewing reality. What did Jesus say about forgiveness? 70 times 7, which means basically there's no end to it. But do we agree with that? Well, Lord, what do you do? The first thing we do is find an exception to the rule so we can make it a rule to make exceptions. <clears throat> See? <laughs> well, but you don't know how badly this person hurt me. Therefore, I don't have to forgive. There was one permissioner I had once many years ago said, by God, I'll forgive, but I won't forget. 
Well, you know what that means, don't you? I'm not forgiving. Even though I know the principle is correct, I'm not doing it. Sad. What about prayer for enemies? Pray for your enemies and those who persecute you. How many of us would agree that we need to spend Lent praying for all the people in our lives who have done us wrong? That's the dissent. Do it. We don't have a choice. If we want to make journey the way, we have to go that way. We have to do it. And, and, and don't, don't think that you're an exception. <laughs> we all have people for whom we need to pray, and lots of them. Unfortunately, I've forgotten most of them in my old age, and I'm not raised by natural causes, or unnatural causes, as the case may be, of the responsibility. So, what about turn the other cheek? Well, don't defend myself. I can't do that. That's what he said. What about not seeking worldly acclaim for our deeds? What did he say? Do your deeds in secret so that your Father in heaven may reward you. But we want our names on plaques. We human beings live to be known, and we fear going to the grave and being forgotten. That's why in Orthodoxy we say memory eternal, because the only thing that matters is that God knows us, that on the day of judgment, God doesn't say, out of my sight, I never knew you, but he knows us. That's where we want to go. That's what this is all about. <coughs> So it is the way. It's the lowest place, he tells us. When you're at a banquet, don't seek to be honored, but seek the lowest place. But what do we do? We want to be up there at the table with the bishop. <laughs> you know? uh, well, if you get invited up there, that's good. But otherwise, we don't want to be up there. Believe me, you know, one of the things in, 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 in and when we struggle, at least I did as a layperson, we sit out there and we look this way and we think, well, I want to be there. Well, you don't want to be there. You don't want to be there. Be happy where you are. And in fact, learning to be content where we are there, here, is part of going down. It's part of the descent. This is the way of the cross, the way. And he shows us, not by words, but by doing it himself. And we should understand, first and foremost, how important it is. It's more than the world's way. It differs from the world's way. I, I, I was sitting over here, and I was looking out the window, and I could see the tops of some of the trees. And it struck me that out there is the world, and all of creation. And in here is this little place, and here we are, coming into this little place. And all of it is out there, and yet God permeates all of it. And even here. But in order for us to see it, we have to come here first. Go down. Descend into that which is totally illogical for humanity. And yet is where God is revealing himself. He reveals himself in the cross. What does he say? Come, follow me. Come unto me, all you that travail and heavy laden, and I will refresh you. Not because he's going to slap us on our backs and tell us we're just fine. But because he shows us the way to life. The way to him. <coughs> So we, we follow. And St. Paul said, as I mentioned, have this mind in yourselves. This is where the roadmap leads us. Not just this season, but always. This is just a microcosm of the of Christian life in general. And what we do now, we do in anticipation of doing it always. 
You know, some of us like to take, and I'm, when I speak some of us, I'm really speaking from experience. You understand that, you see? I'm not at all, let me tell you. Uh, that's probably why the Lord wants me to be a priest so I can do penance for my many sins, which I'm sure you they are a lot. Uh, and so, in any case, uh, uh, now I'm qualifying so much I've forgotten what I was going to say. That was a spontaneous comment. That comes with old age too. Funny. Uh, anyway, there's some things to remember in going down, which I think is important. One is that where Christ is, the devil cannot go. The devil inspires us to pride. So if we seek humility, then he, the devil won't be there. If we want to be safe from the machinations of the enemy, that's where we need to go. This is where we get healed. We come here to be healed. The whole world cries out for something to make them whole. We cry out for something to make us whole. This makes us whole, but we have to go there. God won't force us. He won't drag us. He'll invite us and ask us to follow. But we have to will to go. Pretty big order. It's a whole lot easier just to say the words and go home and get out of here than it is to do it. A whole lot easier. I go back to that text that I read from the beginning. Listen to this. The reality is we understand it is like a pyramid. See, this is the way we view reality. God's up here and we're going up and we're trying to bully our way past everyone else on the way up. I remember as a kid playing King of the Mountain. I was always really good at it. So I'm pushing all the other guys off the top of the mountain, you know, and I prided myself on that. And I really viewed reality like that, too, as I got older. Anyway, it's like a pyramid. At the top sit the powerful who exercise dominion over the nations, and at the bottom stand the masses. The Lord took this pyramid and inverted it. The Lord, and he put himself at the bottom, becoming its head. How does the head go down to the bottom? Because he goes down where humility is, where reality is, where true humanity or the definition of true humanity is. He goes down. And so he revealed his way to us, St. Zeproni said. All those who are his must go downwards to be united with him. Because it is there that the fragrance of the Holy Spirit is found. You know, the incense, we use the incense because we are a sweet-smelling savor to God. When we come his way, we become what he wants us to be. And the fragrance of paradise begins to emanate from us. There is the power of divine life. Mindful of this, it is essential for man to find the way of going down, the way of humility, which is the way of the Lord. As we draw near to Good Friday, and we're working our way there, we need to remember the roadmap as we work through all of Christian life. Remember the roadmap and seek to follow it as faithfully as possible. As faithfully as possible. Yes, it'll be feeble. God doesn't care how feeble it is. Remember the parable of the talents? One guy had ten and he multiplied them double. Another guy had five and he multiplied them double. The third guy had two and he did nothing. And the moral of the story is not that one did more than another, but that two tried and did something. And there are varying degrees of success and magnitude. Who cares? Remember once, many years ago, I was having a discussion with, a, this is before I became Orthodox, but having a discussion with a, with a fellow, a friend, a fellow Christian, on where we, what was going on in our spiritual lives. 
And I remember him saying something that gave me the indication that he was really making a major step forward, a major progress in his Christian life. And my first thought was, I better get on the ball because he's going to get ahead of me. <laughs> and immediately I realized, you know, there's something inherently wrong with what I just thought. Because this is not a race. It's a race with me. I'm competing against me. And I'm the problem. It's not everybody else. So it doesn't matter whether you are ahead of me or not. It just doesn't matter. What matters is that we are where we are in comparison to Christ and where we need to be. When we measure ourselves against him, not each other, that's the way of the world. That's not the way of Christ. That's not the way of passion tide. See, passion tide all sounds so ominous, doesn't it? This death thing, this crucifixion thing. No, it's not that at all. It is the way. Open our eyes to see the way. Each success in the Christian life, each little success that we make, near, draws us nearer to full kenosis, which is what we want. Draws us on this, the way, the path to Christ, nearer to God, and opens us more to God. That is what this is all about. Look at those stations and remember that. God has led the way, and he calls us to follow. And so we try to do so. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.